Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's up, you guys? I guess I'm doing a Sean impression to start the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. This is your AEW Rampage and SmackDown post show for February 24th. How the hell is it February 24th already, I say? What is going on? I'm at my sister's place. I'm excited to talk some wrestling. She doesn't care about wrestling, but she got in. She got into it tonight. She watched a little bit of the end of SmackDown. She got into the beginning of Rampage. She was calling Aussie Open the green team and the Young Bucks the silver team. We were having some fun watching this episode. I hope you guys were having fun watching this episode, and I hope you want to get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats about it. Go on to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, though I'm seeing that we might be having some issues with Twitch. So if you can get there, great. If not, a million different ways to support us with those Super Chats and Humper Chats, with your Fightful Select subscriptions. Lots of fun stuff going on behind the paywall. Plans for tonight. Spoilers for tonight, if you liked them. We had a few of those up. Plenty, plenty, plenty of stuff going on as Fightful Select. And... In addition to great content at Fightful Select, right here on the main, we have Alex Cardoza joining us. Also a great thing. Alex, how you doing? I'm super excited here on the last Friday of February, my friends. We are on the road. I didn't say roads. To spring. Uh, I apologize for all my my New Jersey people that uh, have been suffering. I've been living in 70 to 80 degree weather all week, so. Uh, I mean... It's not even that it's so cold here. It's that it'll be like 60 and then 30. I don't know what the hell's going on with that, but enough bragging about your warm climate. All right. Enough fat of you. Enough. But it does look like you're settled in nicely. I know you saw your parents. I'm at my sister's. We've got some family time for ourselves. We got some family time here at Fightful and just like an annoying little brother, Ryan Sullivan, saying, Alexis, entrance <laughs> music. Now, my goodness. Let's not talk my about this right now. Goodness. I've listen, just like you, I've I had a house full of family. It's been a it's been a crazy week, friends. Um, I'm I'm happy that I'm here. By the way, 
I will be in the great state of New Jersey next Friday. So, oh, all right, yeah. all right. Well, maybe we'll have a little nice joyzy meetup. I do uh, want to mention, not to split our audience, but there is a no surrender pay per view post show happening with Joel and Cresta, the star who is fantastic, fabulous, wonderful. Um, if you are able to delineate your super chats and humper chats without ruining the characters, if you could type SD in front of yours to help out our moderator, Luis, he's doing both. That would be fantastic. If not, not the end of the world. We can get them sorted out, but check out that post show after you check out us. If you are into the impact product at all, Crest of the star is incredible. And also Joel's there. So, you know, that's yeah. how it goes. It's a win-win situation <laughs> for everyone. We've got tons of great content at Fightful for you tonight and always. And we had some really fun wrestling tonight. We're going to start with AEW Rampage today because, quite frankly, I thought it was the stronger show and I want to. Normally I ask the chat, but I feel like SmackDown was fine tonight. But I think it, Rampage has a little bit more juice to dig into and the streets like it when we start with Rampage more often the streets. anyway. So we are going to start because what a match we started off with. I mentioned to you guys, I'm at my sister's and she doesn't like wrestling. She got the end of SmackDown. I was explaining to her the Bloodline storyline and she was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then we switched over to Rampage and she could not believe what was going on between the green and the silver team. She was absolutely mm. cracking me up with her contact, her comments. She said that Double Lariat and it were pretty she thought it was a beautiful looking match which it was she couldn't get over how long it was and it was a very very fun match truly not a surprise these are two of the best tag teams in the world figured this was going to be a banger um absolute absolute classic of a match and it, it was a long one but it wasn't slow in pace at all alex this was super super fun the young bucks do come out on top here uh we see them in some some stereo super kicks, which was super fun. Uh, and they win with the BTE trigger. But this is one of those matches where I can't call out too many starts, uh, spots because it just, I'd be talking about the whole match in incredible detail. Like a lot of tandem offense in this. We do get a House of Black distraction. I will tell you that my sister was like, oh my God, the lights went out. And then the second time the lights went out and House of Black appeared, she was like, oh my God, they're so creepy. What's happening? And by the third time, she was like, oh my God, we get it. And then she was like, oh my God, they disappeared. So in case you're wondering who the target audience is, people who don't normally watch wrestling that tune in for that for the first time think it's real cool. I did too. I can get a little fatigued on the lights out gimmick. But Alex, what were your thoughts on this match? And we'll dig into the post-match after. I think I repeat myself every single Friday. We start off Rampage with uh, with fire. I hate the word banger. It's just so overused and so corny. Um, so we started off with fire. I, I really enjoy the... Why do we say humpers here, Alex? Yeah, humpers. Huh. Yeah, hump me. Uh, hum, humpers. Humpers. In. Yes. Throw them my way, please. <laughs> hump me all you want. Um, so, yeah. So I, I think that the way Rampage is always structured with these high-paced matches and... Bringing in the trios into it, these three—they're eventually going to lose the title, but I don't—I don't think they need it because they're so damn good. Like the whole match, they were matching pace with each other and trying to outdo each other, but it wasn't to the point where it was a spot fest. I—I I think in my head, I think it was—it was done pretty well. Um, there was some hard hitting. I, I don't know where they go. I, I would love to see Aussie open, like maybe really go after it after if if 
House of Black takes it. God knows what, what's going on here, but bring these guys up because the match was insane. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know what Aussie Open's status is in New Japan either. I, I have no idea if they're still under contract there or not, but this match was great. They had such great chemistry, and you raise a good point. I think when they built out the best of seven series, it was almost done with the intentionality of, if we put seven matches behind the chase of it and all of those matches feel super different, this probably doesn't need to be a super long title reign. And I think House of Black coming in um, and winning here could be super fun. If I could book anything in the world, it would, of course, be CM Punk and FTR coming back to cost them. I think that would be such a fun story. I think yeah. FTR might be coming back for those tag titles, though. We'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. We'll talk about Jeff Jarrett. But... Um, He's super, on TV. He must be doing something right. That's all I got to say. There's a lot of people not doing stuff right on television. And now, yeah, later on, right. guys, stay tuned because I'm going to tell you who is the Jeff Jarrett of WWE right now. Um, Depending on how that goes, this might be your last day of Fightful. No, I'm kidding. But we, we got love from, from Kylie, who's always so supportive and sending us love. Thank you so much, Kylie, saying hello, you beautiful humans. I hope y'all are well, and I know... That I love and appreciate y'all so much. We love and appreciate you too. We, we always appreciate you. support yeah. like that. Kylie's so great. Um, I am I'm having a good little weekend. I get to spend it with my sister, helping her out. She's got long COVID. So oh, watching her watch God wrestling her. was yeah, it's it's been a rough road. I thought we were gonna be apartment hunting, and then she was like, I think I'm gonna stay in the apartment I'm in. So we already have that off the checklist. We're gonna have some fun, but I hope you have a great weekend too, Kylie. You know, a lot of people are saying that you look. Yeah, where it is. You, <laughs> you pulled what? up. <laughs> Why can't you look like she's on a Zoom call at a door? Because I got a white wall in back of me because I'm at my sister's. Because I'm a good sister, Matthew Plus. Get out of town and take a bus. Wow. Ryan <laughs> saying, how about slammed or a slammer, spanked or a spanker? We I like that. I... We've got slappers. We've got bangers. We've got slammers. I want to call it a spanker of a match. If I'm going to make spanker t-shirts and send you some, Kate, so we can wear our spank t-shirts together. (laughs) I'll wear it. I'm shameless. I mean, people are wearing scissor me daddy shirts. Why can't you wear spanker? It's true. It's true. No objections here at Fightful. Flaming saying, seriously, Alex, it's been negative 10 Fahrenheit to high of 15 Fahrenheit. I'm so sorry for that. Yikes. Yikes. Our own Will Washington, I'm sure, is experiencing the same things but we've got some more love coming in from him but we are going to talk about some of those comments when we get to smackdown really like this like the post match i think house of black should have the titles i think they deserve Mm -hmm. the titles and i agree with you that i don't know if the elite really need them i know they wanted to do this with and for kenny in a way because um he was kind of foundational in in bringing them in but i I I'm with you. I don't think it needs to be a super long thing. And I think house of black could do some really, really fun work with them. We've got Ricardo chiming in via humper chat, mm. humperchats.com mm. saying, so rampage ruled the bucks. Aussie open was awesome. Live flips hair. Like, Kate, I was there. There was a run where I went to like five shows in five months. Cause AEW was just tapping out the Northeast. I think they would do. I think they would benefit from, varying the towns they had a little more it seems like they went to texas for like a month and they were in the northeast like five times in 
a very short period of time. And they went to Chicago like 25 times. So I feel like they, they could probably benefit rerouting because they start to tap out markets. It feels like super, 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 super minor complaint, but, um, but it's just something I noticed. Did you say you went on a, on a AEW tour? For $5? I felt like I was because I went. Oh, I'm like, what? Nice. For five shows, there were like two in Newark and one in Long Island. I did the Atlantic City show and the Long Island MJF, the CM Punk stuff was so fun. Kate making the rounds, baby. I did. I forget where else I went, but there was there was a very it was a very dense period of time going to shows. No complaints. Hey, can I say something real quick on top of the show here? Make sure you guys leave us a thumbs up. It, show, it helps uh, share the show and the algorithm and all that other good stuff. It sure does. It sure does. I'm new at this. You're you're a veteran at this point. Please. Um, our wonderful moderator, Luis, also confirmed that Aussie Open confirmed that they don't have contracts with anyone right now. So getting them signed would be a good call. Maybe they're playing it by ear. You never know. They're getting a per contract, like a per diem every time. We'll come see. On. We'll see. I mean, I feel like AW is the best tag division in the world. I have very strong opinions on how I feel like it's being used at the moment. But when you introduce the trios title that pulls from that tag division a little bit right like top flight is kind of more in a trio now the young bucks are more in a trio now death triangle was a trio we'll see where that ends up kind of pivoting back to but True. restocking is never a bad idea i do wish we saw a replenishment of of more teams we did get to see the dark order and the wingmen my pretty peter avalon on television this mm -hmm. week which is great but i would love to see like um you know Iron Savages, formerly Bear Country, and the Work Horsemen all get on TV. We'll see what happens with ROH, though, right? So we're getting to um, to do to do a little bit of both. So we will take it. Um, Ricardo chiming in saying that Phoenix was hot and packed to the rafters for the show. I'm glad to hear it. The crowds are always hot. You might mean literally as well. Uh, I'm assuming so, based on saying it was also and they had some the rafters. very well lit, which is something that they, yeah. they do hit or miss sometimes. So it looked very good. They did bring in some new people on the production side, right? So they're probably revisiting all that stuff and they revisited the entire set. So I'm sure they're tweaking as they go along. But you're right. There are kind of inconsistencies sometimes in how the audience is lit and the audio. But this was super fun. Post-match was great. Seeing my sister have an actual reaction to the House of Black uh, masks and, and gear was a very fun thing because I've been watching it so much. I've come to expect that level of um, effort and creativity and craftiness in, in their uh, wardrobe. So very fun to see my sister marking out about that. Is your sister younger? No, she's older. Okay. Older by three and a half years. She has that's no not, interest in wrestling old. today. That's not old. No, 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 no. No, no men slapping each other's meats on TV. She doesn't in like tiny underwear. She's not into that. <laughs> Did I say that right? I messed that up. You know what's so funny is I was talking to her when all the CM Punk stuff happened. She she knows that he was, you know, just he's been like influential on in my life. Never mind one of my favorite wrestlers. I love that. Um and I was explaining to her like what a work shoot is and all of these things and explaining to her so many um, like 
behind the scene terms behind the scene terms and just like blending of kayfabe and all this stuff mm. and she kind of got into that and i was we were talking and was like i think you like wrestling except for the matches which is mm. the part you have to kind of probably be the most into but she was like it's just too it's too physical or too violent she, she likes never... the stories getting there you know it's all about the story sometimes so yeah and i think she finds the idea of like blending reality in that world pretty interesting and stuff but like she today was fun because she was having it i wouldn't say she was invested but she was having reactions which was which was fun so hey let me ask you a quick question before we get to the next match did you ever yeah. watch uh soap operas growing up not really but actually so my my sister would watch guiding light after school sometimes. so it's wrestling more of your soap opera then that's like that's like your thing you, you get invested because see i grew up as a latino i grew up watching novelas which are of course. Uh, you know, uh, Hispanic soap operas. And, you know, 7 p.m. came around. You're watching uh, every week. So I guess one and one works well together with me because I love storytelling and I in that I and the storytelling it. and wrestling. So, yeah. You know, it's funny. I we actually talked about this on my Wednesday night podcast at the Mark Order. We talked pretty extensively about like what got us into wrestling and into wrestling podcasting. We had our 100th episode. Very proud of my work there. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. But, you know, the the pipe bomb is what kept me in because I was getting used to the formula of, like, I loved heels, and then I would just watch them lose to John Cena, and I kind of had one foot out the door, and then the pipe bomb happened, and my whole wrestling world changed. I didn't watch Stone Cold in real time, so I never right. had the guy that made everything feel super real in an instant, like, Punk did for me. But the thing I fell in love with, more than anything was in ring storytelling because I think it's the most unique to wrestling thing that we have, right? It's like building it to a point where you're telling the story through a series of physicality is, is such a unique and special thing. So that's the part I fell in love with as much as the story-based stuff. But the story, I feel like, is 100% what gets you in. Like the nuances of in-ring storytelling, I feel like are another layer to like like if someone watches one MJF promo, they might be like, holy S word, like could be crazy. So, and then you kind of get smarter and, and learn things. But, um, but yeah, I, I only watched pieces of guiding light when my sister watched it. <laughs> Very nice. So we'll move along uh, to this quick segment, but a, a fun one, the firm attacking the best friends. Uh Another fun thing to see with my sister. She got to see the best friends in their incredible fashion. But uh, <laughs> a fun a fun moment here. Chuck Taylor doesn't want to get a beat down by a 95-foot-tall basketball man. And huh. darn it, if that's not very close to what happens next. Pretty he got much. his ass beat by a real tall dude. The firm has kind of come together. We have the OG firm back. It's very funny. I was just saying on Wednesday that I feel like there's been some unevenness with Stokely and I feel like he's too good of a manager to not have a pretty like uh mo like positive momentum behind a stable that he's managing I think is something that's very important. I think um you know we we see it with with Satnam and Lethal and Jarrett that whole stable is like on fire behind Sanjay and Sanjay's great. He should have that. So when you have managers, I feel like it's really important that they have wins and notable places because otherwise, why are those talent hiring a manager if they're not putting them in situations where they can win? And why is a manager, especially one like Stokely, carrying these guys around if they're not making him money, right? That guy's a money grab at every turn, which is what I love about Stoke. So I was just saying, like, there's always ambiguity. Like, 
he wasn't managing Jade without any real resolution. And that was like, and he, I guess he's not managing the guns anymore. And then today we find out everything is kind of back on track, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, but this was this was a fun a fun little segment. I'm glad to see the firm as a unit again. I'm glad to see some clarity that I feel like we didn't have previously. Any thoughts on this? No, I think I think it was. Uh, by the way, there was a lot of beatdowns backstage today. I don't know if they need more security back there or what's going on. <laughs> but you're not safe. If you thought you were safe in an NXT parking lot, you are definitely not safe. Same damn. My sister even uh, said that. Backstage. My sister's smartest observations of the night. She was like. What is the referee doing in this tag match? Nothing. And I was I was just laughing. I was like, this is like my biggest gripe with AEW, and it's her first time watching. And she's like, why is the silver team tagging in if they just go in anyway? Amazing. I was cracking up. And then her other thing was like, everybody's getting their ass beat backstage. Everyone, everyone, don't so don't, don't be night. caught backstage, bro. You're gonna get your ass beat. That's it. But I thought it was I thought it was um it was good to progress the story. We we harp on AEW as as the the company who has sometimes too much uh, law in the long-term storytelling and then not enough of the little storytelling points of, to, you know, put together a big puzzle for a match. Well, they did it tonight. They, they're putting together these, this puzzle for what the next movement is with the, with the uh, tag team belts and everyone who's uh, beating each other up backstage as of late. Agreed. Agreed. We do get a little interview beatdown heavy sometimes, but these were fine, especially on Rampage. You have such little time to work. And with. they were quick, which is what exactly. we like. We love quickies here at uh, Friday Night Show. Fightful loves quickies. We do. That's a t-shirt. I'm a fightful <laughs> slut. <laughs> there it is. I'm begging for that t-shirt. I, I waited five minutes. <laughs> Amazing. Al- uh Luis also wants a. Uh, I saw, yeah, I wrote send back. Send me a spanker T-shirt too. I love it. Luis, I I'm gonna write so a much. note here too, just to remind me of these shirts that I'm making. There you go. So the last thing my sister was fully in on here was Tony Storm and Willow, and she was like, "Oh, I immediate." She just immediately loved Willow, and I was like, "See, everybody immediately loves Willow, whether it's their first time seeing her or my millionth time seeing her." Good stuff here. Um, we have a, a hell of a match. I love anytime Willow does that cannonball in the corner. It's so good. The Storm Zero was such a great finisher. She's she's really um, so much has happened in the women's division, and the handoff to Jamie Hader was so great. I feel like Tony Storm's championship run sometimes it gets understated how valuable it was. Like I I said for a while, I feel like. She was an unbelievably consistent in-ring performer. And then Britt, really solid in-ring performer, great character-wise and on the mic. Like, those are her bigger strengths, I feel like. But definitely a strong in-ring competitor. Didn't love a lot of the booking in her reign. Felt like it was very Challenger of the Month Club. Then Thunder Rosas was obviously cut short and just was off to kind of a wonky start. And then when Tony Storm came in, I felt like it was kind of this, this really nice blend this really perfect fusion of someone who had you know she had tv experience walking in she is incredible in the ring she's so confident and aware of who she is as a character she was kind of super over as the second she walked in the door so her skill and the circumstances meshed as creatively things were really picking up and i i think because hater is over like rover and they transition the title at such a great time sometimes her her reign gets lost and just how valuable the work tony storm did 
And it's continuing. I think we got a really great match here. Willow is super, super over. Ultimately, we get Soraya, who seemed like she might have been getting a little nervous over there. I think she was a little nervous that Willow might pull one out here with the crowd behind her. But Soraya interferes, and Willow tosses her in the ring. Tony Storm takes advantage of the distraction with the Storm Zero. They, of course, go to grab the spray paint. Good stuff. Kind of just escalating the story. Nothing overwhelmingly outstanding or bad in either direction, but a, a solid match and a continuation as the story is rolling down the hill. Uh, we also get a lot of post-match stuff here. We get Ruby Soho coming out to run off the heels. And of course, your women's champion, Jamie Hayter, doing the same. Your thoughts on the match and the post-match? Yeah. Um, so let me tell you something. I Tony Storm as a heel, I am all in. I... I there was a, a couple moves. There was one time right before the commercial break where she took Willow and like just literally threw and Willow did great. Um, threw her up against the barricade on the outside and Willow just went flying towards it. Like did a somersault, bam, right into it. And they were just beating the crap out of each other. And then uh, I forget the the uh, hip attack at, in the corner. So I good. What she calls it. it. It is so menacing looking. And the way Willow took it, I'm like, okay, um, that hurt because Willow didn't move back with it. Willow took it right in the face. And uh, by the way, I'll take 10 of those if I could uh, anytime just to get hit in the face. Um, see how it feels like. A lot of the fellows were saying the same thing. And yeah, and the ladies, I, the I'm ladies talking about it in wrestling terms, though. So, yeah, but good, it was good on you because nobody else is. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a professional. I am the. One of the very last professional people here. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that's right. They, they, uh, the, the sweet cheek music is great. Um, the, when Ruby Soho took it, that yes. was one of the best takes I'd seen of it. Of her got like worried. Like she's her head kind of so snapping good, back. Man. But, like, she's, she's like great. Tony Storm in AEW, in this run in AEW, has been insane. Like, I guess I wasn't paying much attention to her in. WWE because she was doing the pie face stuff like you know all the like funny stuff that that, the stuff she, that she walked out of the company for yeah, yeah. so when <laughs> seeing her her this run as a heel with Soraya is, is insane I think I think both of them um I don't know what they're going to be doing for the maybe they bring in tag team titles for the women but I think this is like really fun stuff what they're doing together yeah and I I agree with you I think something that's been really great for Tony Storm is I feel like one thing that has been evident on this rise in the AEW women's division is how physical the matches are. Like they're they're really laying it in a lot. Like these are very very hard hitting music. Music. I'm seeing the sweet cheek music in the chat. Really really hard hitting matches. Sweet cheeks music. Ah, I just read that. What I meant to say. Um, but I think Tony Storm feels comfortable kind of being able to hit a little harder and and laying it in because she hits hard, man. Like she's she's not the largest lady in the world but she she hits hard when she, she does she lays in and there's a lot of freedom to do that i feel like in aew and i kind of explore that side of her wrestling so i love it we've got some fightful sluts in the chat <laughs> Tom valley saying hashtag i'm a fightful slut i love you guys Let's and me to the list of fightful sluts and spankers wait the shirts i meant the shirts nothing else nope too late you're added to the list i love you guys there was some business going on on, on twitter if you're not up on that and if you're not up on that you should be calling yourself a spanker 
or slot anyway. Yeah, I think floor. it'll be cool if like <laughs> this is our thing on Friday night. I know you have your thing on Tuesdays. I mean Monday to Thursday, basically. But you know, I don't know but, what you're talking about. Our Tuesday NXT show is extremely serious. There's but, no gimmicks. Oh whatsoever. yeah, there is no gimmicks or hoo hoo ha has there. But yeah, so <laughs> don't spit it out on Friday nights. This is gonna said. be. I was waiting for that, and I was trying to be a good little boy right now. Uh, Friday nights is where the spankers <laughs> and the fightful sluts hang out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. We got Tom Philly not talking about being a spanker or an SL word that I don't this think show. was demonetized us, but I'm going to be careful with. Say, so went to Dynamite Rampage Live this week, and during the Tony Storm Willow Nightingale match, no one was into it and started yelling we want tables it was really frustrating as a fan who loves women's wrestling some crowds just get kind of weird about stuff this match was perfectly fine um let them wrestle i do think with rampage because they tape after two hours of dynamite and if you get there for dark and stuff like it's a long day i've noticed on rampage sometimes crowds get a little punchy i would be frustrated too like this was a a good match between two great competitors who deserve respect. Um, 100%. Yelling we want tables also might have just been kind of a callback to to Willow's match. And I, I think a lot of people could probably see Ruby Soho was going to come down and they were in that that violent match too. So hopefully a little bit of credit there. But um, Willow's yeah, I don't so know. good. You, you, you sold me on Willow the minute you started talking about okay. I was not smartened up to her, uh, obviously. Uh, this amazing, beautiful, talented host of the show here got me got me into uh, Willow. So I, every time I see her on television, it's cool to like, okay, she smiles, she's really bubbly and everything. But damn, when that bell rings, this woman could go. Yeah, she's a really special combination of her strength and her power with her sure. magnetism and charisma. She's one of the most natural baby faces out there. She'll kick your ass in the ring and... She was one of those people that the first time I saw her, I was immediately drawn in. She did some fun tag work with Faye Jackson on the indies. Um, I saw her at ROH a bunch of times, and I was singing her praises, hoping she would get a TV contract. Awesome to see her making the most of it. She's incredibly over with the crowd. She just has a really special connection. She really, really does. So I'm into it. I like it. We got some more love coming in about this. Ricardo saying, I got to know if a run of the mill, the mill pile driver or even a tombstone outside of WWE won't finish someone. Why does Tony Storms, why does the Storm Zero essentially? So spent, it's uh, basically a spike pile driver and no one disrespects Carl Godson, Louise. Um, I, I, there's been a lot of times where she's hit it in combination with something else or hit it twice. Uh, I feel like tombstones and pile drivers shouldn't always finish people to be honest. So always I like that she does it. And I feel like that should be what she does should be the standard for that. But I have seen her hit it multiple times, a couple times and, and in combination. So if you need that extra layer of buy-in, that's fine. But I really think that pile driver should always finish it. Like um, it's, it's too devastating of a move not to. And in my opinion, in my opinion. I'm with you. Your opinion's valid. Thank you. I'm right. You're always <laughs> right. See that? Gentlemen, if you didn't know, I just gave you the, the best words that you'll ever know there. My little fightful spankers. I love that. Guys, I'm seriously making merch. So I hope you are I hope you got money. I'll wear it. Because we, not you, but anyone who wants to get some. 
come get some. Is that how it goes? Yeah. You heard you heard Alex. Am I allowed? Wanna, if you want to get some from Alex, come get some clavicle. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So the claim got attacked by Jeff Jarrett. And then Jade calls out. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. An open chat. No, we have to talk about Jeff Jarrett. Uh, He's doing something right, or he knows where the bodies are buried, or something's going on. Maybe he gave a lot of, or maybe he gave Tony Khan a lot of money. I don't know. Something's happening, but he's on TV a lot. He should go I, I believe you be know. a special referee on Power Slap because he likes to slap nuts. That's my oh, thoughts. Wow. Um, look, I've said it Good before. Luck. Half of it is for the gimmick. Okay. I've now bought into I can't stand Jeff Jarrett. I don't abandon bits. Okay. You want to talk about being a professional? I stick with my bits. I will ride out this bit until the end of time. I can't stand Jeff Jarrett. He should get off my TV. The sincere part of it is I do feel like it is holding back the tag division. And I don't mm. understand why they keep losing and advancing to like higher up the card in a lot of ways. Um, I understand that it's a business and there's ratings. It's not my job to worry about that. It's my job to analyze the creative. And I think the creative stinks around this. I, I just feel like another part of the ratings thing is the story and the teams you're featuring and giving people an investment and a reason to tune in. And you have so many great tag teams. <laughs> Like, and I feel like it's, it's kind of gone to waste. And I've heard people say, you know, well, the trios division has thinned it out a little bit. And I say, yes, but also look at all of the other tag teams that were in that battle Royal with them. I would rather see pretty much any of them in that case. Do I think FDR is going to come back and win those titles? Probably, probably. Right. So, um, 
it's less about the work that Jeff Jarrett is doing, except for the bit. When it's the bit, I can't stand Jeff Jarrett. He's doing the worst week I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, get off my TV, you guitar smashing Slap carny. All right? Wow. Slap some nuts elsewhere. That was a this promo. Isn't, this isn't where we slap nuts. This is where we put dicks in the dirt, okay? Here in AEW. Wait, I need to write this down. <laughs> this is also a shirt. Uh, but sincerely, I feel like there's more productive uses of them. I would love for them to... You want to put Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett on dark doing great work with a bunch of younger, hungry tag teams. I'm so in on that idea. That's a great call. Um, Jake Salazar with one of the most uh, thoughtful and intellectual <laughs> super chats we've ever gotten saying, can't stand it. Can't stand it. Like him and Billy Gunn. I'm like, I really like the way they've used legends like Sting and stuff. I feel like, um, and Billy Gunn, they've used pretty well, I would say. Hell, Jarrett, yeah, I'm a little oversaturated seeing him on my screen Wednesdays and Fridays when you have so many other great people that you can be using that television time and highlighting. Well, you're going to miss him when he's off screen. I will not, sincerely. Okay. Sincerely will not. God bless that man for grabbing the bag. I'm just saying. But yeah, not my favorite use. But anyway, we didn't even talk about the segment, really. The Acclaim got attacked by them. Um, I, the other piece of this is like the acclaimed are the, probably the most popular tag team in the world. And I don't feel like Jeff Jarrett needs the rub at the stage in his career. Um, I do feel like it's a harmless team to put in there if you're going to have FTR come back and, and win the titles. Right. So not the end of the world, but this was just another backstage beatdown. Any thoughts on this? I just I feel like they're setting something up, something big, and I'm okay with it. I'll, I'll let it I'll let it happen. Um, I've been very patient with QR codes and that and sort of thing. So You've I've been, never been patient about it. <laughs> I'm very patient about a week that. and a half. And I scanned like, every single one. Um, so yes, <laughs> let's just whatever. I'm sorry, Jeff Jarrett. Alex Cardoza is lying to your face. Jake Salazar saying, "Go on, Kate, sing my world." Uh, Jeff Jarrett's theme, My Money Demands That. I won't sing My <laughs> World, but I will Is sing that what he does? Part of Your World. I'll sing the Ariel wow. version. What would I get if I could live under these waters? That's all I get. Okay, we'll move along. That was enough singing. <laughs> wow, we're getting demonetized for the exact Look, tone of that song. Uh, it's true. I sing enough on Tuesdays, all right? I gotta, gotta protect these pipes, baby. We move along to Jade Promo basically calling out anybody that wants her title. She's 53 and 0. She's coming. Uh, what do we do here? She's coming. Hoping it's Mercedes. No. I don't know who it is. Statlander is. You think it's going to be Naomi? <laughs> I think I think they're going to set up. Um, it has to. Be, I don't think it's going to be someone who takes her belt necessarily, like an outsider. But it might be someone who finally beats her, right? Doesn't does it have to be a, a match for for the title to be her? Yeah, you're right. It does. If you're touting 53 and 0, it does. Yeah. Look, there's yeah. ma'am. My goodness. <laughs> there's a lot of ways you could go. The chat saying rehome. Yeah. Um sure, I... wow. Can you believe that? I don't know if. I, I sincerely don't know her status. I think if they were going to push her for that, they'd probably push her on television. 
but there are plenty of ways you could go, right? You have Jade as a heel. Red Velvet isn't the answer, I don't think, but you have Sheeta. You have a face Britt Baker now. It's a different division. I, I'm kind of bummed because if it wasn't going to be Chris Statlander coming back or Mercedes, I feel like you could have had Athena or you could have had Willow. Like there were there were other places where you could have kind of like pulled the trigger on this if you weren't going to um have it be like a a situation where there was an obvious story that you wanted to tell. Um, people wondering what I meant by uh, what's Rio's status. She's, I think, living in Japan and wants to be in Japan. Um, oh, I'm sorry. She's on the next dynamite. I missed that. It's been a chaotic whole say. Apologies. It's um, not water in that bottle, but we'll leave it at that. It's definitely water in that bottle. <laughs> Very thirsty, dehydrated. That's awesome. But I, I don't know. Um, She's not like too consistently, I feel like, on American television that I've seen. So I think she is less I remember seeing, which I'm not um, 100% sure on, but I think she wanted to live and stay in Japan and work AEW when she could, which is awesome. Um, but I don't know. I, I think we'll, we'll see. It does feel like it's got to be something big. You've invested like three years into this reign at this point with Jade. So... I really wish it was Chris Statlander. I don't know if the timing is going to be in her favor, but uh, some mean people saying that Jeff Jarrett should be the one to dethrone Jade. <laughs> what are your thoughts on on this Jade potential open challenge? Ha <laughs> ha! And do the dance, you know, like he used to do. Um, no, man, uh, I don't know who. This is a mystery because. The TBS championship doesn't have a storyline. It doesn't. It just has Jay touting that she's going to be 100 and 0 in the next two weeks. And like, we don't know who she's going to be, you know, who her next victim is going to be yet. And I, we, we've been sitting here speculating, but every time we mention a name, they're either injured or we don't know their status. And I really am completely in the dark when it comes to Jade. We know what's going on with the women's championship belt, but when it comes to this TBS, I don't have no effing clue. Like what they're going, what is the angle, what are they thinking? Are they waiting for a Chris Statlander to be a hundred percent? We don't even know if she is because there's been no like nothing. There's been nothing, nothing. I'm just that's the part there, that I'm I'm a little confused. There have been updates on Fightful, I believe. She said that she's not going to be able to be back till summer, which is right, makes it a little tricky. Um, because I don't think she can hold it till summer. That's that's a whole other couple seasons <laughs> that we're looking at. Could could be wrong, could be working us. She could be, uh, and here's the problem back we, sooner, but an ACL tear is a pretty nasty injury. Yeah, it's usually about a year. So, here, here's the thing we don't what do we have coming up during the summer? We have maybe a uh, one of the um, Battle of the Belts. Uh, forbidden door and then we we have to wait until the fall to get the next pay-per-view i mean you got st patrick's day slam though you want to do you know, shake by the lake or whatever no, shake by, by the lake, lake. Wow. Quake by the lake. uh no i'm talking about the summer if she is coming back by the summer a uh, fighter fest fighter fest is summer isn't it mm -hmm. okay so yeah maybe we do maybe we do change hands on a television uh show which would also be cool because uh AEW tends to do that once in a while and, and it feels special when they do that they do it sure. with the tnt championship all the time 
Yeah, and I, I kind of thought just, uh, I I had just assumed incorrectly, like this title would be that type of title, like the, the workhorse title. Um, so I, I think it would be cool if they shifted that because the AEW women's title gets defended more often, but still not so often. Um, it would be cool to have it be like almost how Orange Cassidy is defending his or the way they move the TNT title around. That's just me. Um, but I think, I mean, Layla Hirsch is coming back. That could be really fun. She's going to drop the title and she's going to just go challenge whoever's the champion for she SmackDown. She should. She should. You see what I just did there? Oh, for SmackDown. You saw oh, yeah. it. She's gonna but like, come on, She's Jay versus Jamie Hater. Let's go. I'm oh, you could do that too. Yeah, you could bring her over into the women's division. Yeah. Well, you never know. Jade, uh, Jade would be great anywhere. So. Yeah, I could see her in the the main title picture for sure. It seems Damn like a logical yeah. next step. Jake Salazar saying Jade versus Minoru Suzuki. That could be very fun. Murder Grandpa versus Jade. I'll take it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, you know what else I like? Lance Archer back on my television with Jake the Snake in tow. OMG, so much fun here. Love seeing Lance Archer back on here. He murders a jobber. Uh, poor guy. I think his last name was Saturn. I try to keep track of the developmental talents, but I know who they are. So if you know in the chat, let me know because I like to give them <laughs> the poor guy. Like he's he already got murdered by Lance Archer. At least I can do is, is say the poor fellow's name. But very happy to see Lance Archer back. Uh, he's great. His presentation in new japan always seems to click in a little bit more than he's presented on american television um so i i hope they figure out how to merge those like two worlds a little bit or carry over some of what he does in new japan into american television because i don't keep up on new japan as much as i would want to but i try to watch a lot of the g1 and i i feel like he had a great g1 from what i saw so um i would i would love to see him presented a little bit more in that way but Back with Jake. Nice to see Jake there and healthy. Yeah, he and, looks um, good, man. He does. And and getting to see Lance Archer on my Rampage TV. So any thoughts on this squash and no, this was, kind of return of Jake the Snake and Lance? It was good to see him back. I hope Lance starts uh, coming back on my t- television because um, he's, he's missed, man. He had some really great matches there in the uh, pandemic era. Agreed. So Agreed. He, and his, He was holding his, it down. His initial presentation with Jake was so cool too, with the vignettes and stuff. I thought one hundred percent, especially so those videos fun. where they like Jake. They were in the uh, in the backwoods, and Jake was just like, "Yeah, this man will kill you," and all that good stuff. That was that was pretty cool stuff. No, it's crazy. I was um, Sean had had put on Twitter a really fun thing of what's the greatest line from a manager you ever saw in a promo. Yeah, and uh, Gary Hart, I think, might be my favorite manager, if not my favorite he's definitely one of my favorites of all time and he had a bunch of really great lines and i picked one and i was like i don't know whose it is but it's probably from gary hart uh he a gary hart with someone like lance archer almost had the same vibe of just like this guy's gonna kill you and here's eight different ways he's gonna do it or whatever (laughs) like that manager just that just made it feel like this guy's gonna murder you and then remember he would enter and just like pick some poor developmental talent and chuck them in his entrance. Yes. Super, super fun. Um, I, I was very glad to see him back with my, my television, both of them. Feeling creepy asking Dan Housen versus Jake the Snake Bucket, Tony. (laughs) Oh man, that would be so much fun to have them in the ring. Uh, Albert Ponce is commander, a one-off appearance. I don't know. 
sorry that you spent money to ask a question I don't know the answer to. If anybody would know, it'd be Sean. Um, in general, we are sign- professional. We are professionals. Uh, but but Sean will have a beat on it. A lot of times it seems like the rhythm is also um talent doesn't get signed until they are. Like he he might make a couple of appearances and then get a contract or whatever, but excited to see that, excited to hear that uh we've got an appearance from Cassandra. Yeah, yeah. Um so we'll <laughs> move along to a couple of quick segments here. Keith Lee and Dustin speaking up a little bit. Uh Keith Lee came back to the lowest ratings rampage like ever, unfortunately, on a 280,000 viewed or whatever. Um, wish they had done it on Dynamite. Wish they had referenced it on Dynamite. But good news is Keith Lee is back. He and Dustin challenged Swerve to a tag match here against the Mogul Affiliates. I guess they're going to get in the ring now. Um, I wish they had struck while the iron was a little hotter. They're heating it back up in a decent enough way. Just my preference. I don't think this is bad by any means. I just wish they had capitalized on it in the moment a little bit more than saying that for a few weeks now. That's just my preference. But looking forward to see what happens here. I think this has been a a pretty incredible showing for Dustin's last run in wrestling here. Alex, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I hope that Dustin sticks around and and continues to help the... uh the talent there and booking some great matches. He's such a smart individual. Uh, this match that, you know, whatever he's going to be doing with Keith Lee, um, I feel is going to be nuts. He's going to be putting a lot of effort into this. Um, I think he, from what I've seen and read, I think he's really enjoying this uh, back and forth with uh, Strickland. Like, like there's some stuff that he, Strickland's saying to him that I feel is like, bring it on. Like, I need you to bring it to me because it's it's firing him up. And um, I'm hoping to see him stick around for longer. I, I, I get the people in the interwebs really upset with me because, you know, the end-all be-all is always, oh, he has the legacy of the daddy and the NXT and the, that's the place he needs to be. And I'm like, well, you know. People go wherever they're happy and watch There's it. great talent everywhere. And I always start this headline where I say, you must not have lived through the monday night wars and they get even worse like pissed at me so of course you i look i got chicken tenders and people got mad at me so what are you gonna do shoot man chicken tendies can you believe it um my god but i uh (laughs) i agree i I think dustin's also doing a lot of great work with the women's division specifically and that's been on fire lately and uh i think he's working out of the nightmare factory so i think he'll go wherever he damn well pleases he's Definitely a valuable, valuable mind and hand to have back there. So um, we'll see. We yeah. will see. Bring but we will also move along to this Matt Hardy promo. Matt versus Hook. If Matt loses, it's Stokely versus Hook. No DQ. Wow. I love Stoke, man. He just every every moment of screen time is so maximized and on rampage, you don't get a ton of it. He hasn't had a ton of it lately in general. Um, I think because of some of the ambiguity, I know he was originally slated. He spoke about it to be kind of in the title picture. Punk wanted to work with him. Obviously everything happened there. I think things got a little bit thrown off track, but I'm very excited to see Ethan page on television as well. This is a whole lot of fun and it's just, um, 
the between the incredible fashion that we always get in AEW, uh, Stokely looking like some people were saying Judy funny. Uh, I I really like the the getup that he had going. Tonight. Yeah, but but so much fun. Just really rampage. I feel like is so good. We say it week over week, like these quick segments can be so effective. Like you don't need to eat a lot of screen time up. This was another one of those, and I, I think Stokely's quickie. one of the. The best, another quickie. We love quickies over here. But, uh, but Alex, what did you think of this? I, I love these from Stoke. I love quickies too, Kate. It's just fast and to the point. Um, I think, I think men prefer them to more than women more often, to be honest. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, we'll talk about that on another show. Uh, Matt Hardy. I don't have a blue chew read tonight. It's Matt, killing me. Matt, Matt Hardy. Um, do we get a finger poke of, of doom here? uh Ooh. you know do do we reenact the old bloop, bloop, and one two three here um if for our younger fans just go to the wwe network and and just look up finger poke doom or death or whatever then it'll come up but i think that's what'll happen it was it was fun to see Matt Hardy going crazy though i love i love when he has this like sudden burst of energy on television um I feel like that's my what might happen, so he can finally get away uh, from this group, and I don't know, maybe do something with a last run with uh, either his brother or something. God, God only knows where he's at, but yeah, yeah. There's been some Jeff Hardy news. I'm gonna opt to not talk about it personally, just from the perspective of uh, that didn't wrestling is like the seventieth most important thing, and correct. That guy's- life yes. right now so um people are talking about it in the chat feel free to talk it just please continue to be respectful because there's for sure there's a lot more at stake than yes. a wrestling storyline so uh appreciate it me personally hosting the show i'm gonna i'm gonna skirt it because i just think that it's way more important that that guy be happy and healthy 100 percent what he needs to so i i would like to see it if it's the right decision for him Yes. I, I think that would be really cool, but Lord knows, take care of your what did uh, take care of your chickens and your mental health, as uh, Marshawn Lynch said. Yeah, so, that's right. The chickens. Take care of your chickens. Take care of your mentals. You got to listen to Marshawn Lynch, man. Uh, Mike Peterson sending in five dollars, saying donating for the quickies. We appreciate it. And I love you guys it. Want Thank to send you. in for a quickie? It's killing me. I don't have a blue shoe tonight. Yeah, I'll give you. I mean, I'm here for quickies all day, so just send them my way. <laughs> we do have the dynamite lineup which louise put in our chat and i'm gonna try to read it like excalibur ready and jf and brian face off reho versus storm y2j versus pretty peter in the casino ladder commander versus action versus guevara versus ortiz versus eddie kingston versus takeshta versus ar fox versus pop up a powerhouse Hubs, baby it was mid i could have done better give Not me bad. some powerhouse all day powerhouse to come back and win that ladder match for sure i love it yeah i love it yeah so that's your dynamite lineup looking to be a good one we also move along to our main event here which was sammy guevara versus action andretti and man this was really fun like i I really liked this i think um we always talk about styles making matchups but sometimes when people are kind of in each other's worlds I think that's also really fun. Like when they're super similar, that can be fun. And I think there were moments like that where their athleticism and 
kind of the more aerial moves were were kind of on display, especially towards the end. This was really, really, really fun. But we get Garcia interfering, and uh, Sammy wins off of Garcia's assist. Of course, Jericho on commentary is fun here, but Andretti, man, he's looking really good very early yeah. in his AEW career. Extremely athletic. Some really cool just, like, drop kicks in this that just very explosive, very clean. Sammy Guevara, people have their opinions. Overall in the ring, I think he's really a, a strong wrestler. I have minor issues with some of his selling quirks or whatever. I don't give a crap about people's personal lives as long as Word. as long as they're living a consensual life. I don't really give a crap. So um, this was a fun main. I, I, I really liked it. I liked it more than I expected to. I don't know. I wasn't expecting to be disappointed, but I don't know. This was a really fun way to go home, Alex. Yeah. Um, so Sammy, say what you say, man. He's still a, a general in the ring, man. Like he can he can put it down. And there was some. I mean, these two did some incredible moves that would have left me not getting up, A, and definitely not doing anything else. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I, I I just I feel like these guys are so good in the ring, especially uh, when they can they can fly off of each other the way Andretti does. Andretti's like so athletic, man. He is insane. And Jericho on commentary, like you said it before, like he was like, God, this guy, man, I can't get him off my head since since uh, since he beat me. And like he he had to forcibly say that something was good about Andretti in a move. And it was just I popped for it. I thought it was uh, really cool the way um, Jericho has been on the commentary table these last. And, and there was a shot of of. Jericho, uh, after one of the Andretti moves, like the camera went up to him and you can see like in his face, his reaction it was really legit. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. He took the L, but did it hurt him? I don't think so. I know a lot of people are waiting for the blow off or, or, or the payoff, I should say, from him beating Jericho because there hasn't really been anything else after that. So do we take do we wait and see if maybe at a pay-per-view we get something bigger i don't know i don't know where they're doing we're doing with action you know i like where your head's at and i've got i've got something i'm gonna throw at you and see if it sticks oh yeah go ahead we've been seeing a little bit of chatter about paul white maybe doing an in-ring appearance oh. you remember the jericho world i think nobody from jas can come out for jericho right nothing's stopping anybody else from coming out I think maybe Action Andretti's the one that evens the score. Ricky Starks gets the win. Action Andretti causes Jericho another victory, and Jericho's losing his mind, even though he brought out the heaviest of heavies, Paul White, in this situation. Uh, that, I think, could be something that's really, really fun. But that stipulation was very specific about nobody else from the Jericho Appreciation Society. So even out. in AEW, we have a flippy-flopping big show where he's either <laughs> he's either a heel, he's a heel on Wednesday, face on friday <laughs> and god knows at the pay-per-view uh thank you kate for that you're what maybe it's a maybe it's a specific insane captain of some sort i don't know i don't know i'm just captain, saying but captain. oh yeah that's true if it captain is Insano, it's totally right? separated from him yeah you're right there you go there you go so uh just that could be a fun booking thing i think even if he doesn't come out there there might be a way where action and ready costing jericho is how you 
further the story of what his debut was, right? I, I think that's a really fun direction to go. So a fun match to close us out. Pretty fun episode of Rampage, man. They just, I love, I love me a one hour wrestling show. I loved when ROH was an hour before it, it shut down. Like very digestible, very easy to watch when it's only an hour of wrestling. So love it. Hey, you know what else I love, Alex? Oh, please do tell. I know it's kind of like, maybe an unorthodox thing to tell you about how much I love it. And it might be like a little bit of an odd thing to throw your way, but I just, I love being protected on the internet and a protected connection. I really do. It warms my soul to its core. And I want all of you guys to just like have a secure connection. You know what I mean? So it would just be really beautiful if someone could come in here and tell you all about NordVPN, the best VPN in the business. You don't want to get hit with a powerbomb symphony, do you? Not from your internet service, not from your browsing experience. Nordlo is here to help. That's nordvpn.com slash Fightful. It's going to squash the competition with the fastest VPN in the world. Change your virtual location with just one click. No matter where you are, you get access to whatever content that you want. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 30-day money-back guarantee. Four additional months free. Block annoying pop-up ads. Block malware. Block online trackers. Three great tiers, whether you want to pass a VPN, a locker, or all three. Browse safely and securely. All this with one app. You can control up to six devices with one subscription. How can you pass on this deal? You're going to end up saving money because of this, especially if you buy those UFC pay-per-views. Let me tell you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful helps you there too. Check it out. It just makes me happy when you guys get to have a protected internet connection. But sincerely, uh NordVPN is is one of our our biggest supporters here at Fightful. They've made a really big investment in us. Let them know you heard about them from us, even if you don't uh, take advantage of the great deals. But they're sincerely really, really good deals. If you do need a VPN or you're thinking about one, it's a really, really deep discount that they've given us to pass along to you guys. So yeah, and you um, get like four extra months, man. Like you got like there's no reason not to get, especially in today's world where you need protection. Do it up. You get free trips to Lithuania uh-huh. where you can buy cheaper pay-per-views. I, I do some pretty shady stuff online. I just love using <laughs> NordVPN. I love that I'm like trying to tell people the benefits. Like you can get, you can get the WWE network if you are using a VPN and you're like, I'm just, I'm a shithead on the internet. So... <laughs> I'm going to jail. Uh, Flame Inc. Driving in, wrapping up our rampage talk here, saying Jericho needs to go away. He's killing all the talent he works with. No one comes out looking better. I don't think that's his fault. I got to say, it's not him because he'll put other people over. It's what happens when they move on. The feuds go on too long. I agree. Um, He's willing to lose. We've seen it happen before. He tapped Eddie Kingston. They didn't do anything with that. Like, it's more... He lost to Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy's perpetually over. But, like, they didn't make a... a, They didn't build booking momentum from Orange Cassidy off of that a ton, really. Like, so I think it's more... I I think the feuds go on too long. Largely because they're stable heavy. 
And I think they need to do a better job of what happens next after you face Jericho. They have to get that right with Ricky Starks. It's too important. Um, I really, really think Ricky needs to be positioned properly after this feud with Jericho. That's that's just how I feel. But we will move along after this chat from Ricardo uh, saying, got to see Powerhouse for Dark Elevation. It was great. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. He is a star in the making. He's, I think, going to be breaking out very, very soon. Very, very soon. So... We move along to SmackDown, which I thought was exactly medium today. <laughs> like, a, I mean, like a bad steak. Like a bad steak. Medium. Up the middle. Um, nothing overly outstandingly great. I thought the, the go-home segment was really wonderful with Sammy. I thought that that promo was really fun. Um, everything else was just kind of somewhere in between. Uh, overall thoughts on SmackDown tonight? Um. Just that it felt weird. I even with the beginning, <laughs> the first thing I wrote was, Oh, here we go. As soon as it started, <laughs> with, I was like, Oh, shoot, it starts. <laughs> here we go. I got up and got a snack. I gotta be honest. So, we open with a bloodline recap Roman Reigns is ruining Sammy's life. We see Sammy and KO recap from Raw tend to be starting a lot with this, which makes sense. It's the hottest story in wrestling. I have my opinions about some of the ways they've gone sure. about resolving it, but strong stuff this week, which we'll get into. The first match that we get into is this trios match, and it's Imperium versus Madcap and the Bang Bros. And if you are into the Bang Bros, I would really recommend NordVPN.com. Um, but ultimately, this ends. We have Moss attacking Gunther in the corner, but then running into Kaiser, leading to Gunther landing. A massive chops, massive. Uh, German suplex, and a lariat. Boldy power bomb for the win. A hell of a sequence that you get from Gunther. I'm not the biggest Braun Strowman fan in the world. Uh, it's not for me. The people that it's for, it's very for. So it's important to have in wrestling. Ricochet is incredible. Um, or not Ricochet. I'm sorry. Wait, what was this? I'm sorry. This was Madcap versus the Banger Bros. What the hell am I saying? I'm all over the place. I apologize. This was all on Madcap Boss. Let me reorganize my notes. Here we are. Giovanni Vinci. Everything he does is extremely clean, extremely hard-hitting, and extremely explosive. I've said this before, and I'll say it again because it was on full display in this match. It was, like, so wonderful to see how much... Um, how many fundamental things just look so impressive with the way he wrestles. It's just really, really... Or no, what am I saying? This was Braun and Ricochet, right? This was Moss, Braun, and Ricochet, yeah. I'm so sorry. My notes are all over the place. My apologies. Okay. This was not the Banger Bros. <laughs> we get that. No, the Banger Bros... Uh, after, yeah. yeah, they come in to save the day because everyone's getting banged. I'm so sorry. Everybody's getting banged. I'm so sorry. My notes were all mixed up there. <laughs> all the banging happens after. I cannot believe I don't have a... I love you so much, Kate, time. right now. I don't know why. Well, you know what it was? I My notes were saying that, like, Drew and Gunther, if that's where we're leading after this, I am all for that. And I was like, but they weren't in the match tonight. So I'm sorry. That was my fault. My notes were all over the place. Yeah, there was a uh, lot of rating and banging at the end of this so, match. So much rating, so much banging, so much yeah. is happening here. Shout my out apologies to Friday for having here. my notes confused. 
Um, but I, I just love seeing Giovanni Vinci. Like everything he does is is so explosive and incredible. Um, but uh, yes. So after we get all the rating and banging, as you said, Alex. <laughs> Post match beatdown. Viking Raiders are out. There were kind of hints of if we're leading to Drew and Gunther, my goodness, please. That's a match I want to see. I want to see that even more if it means that we get back to Sheamus and Gunther at Mania. I would love that so, so much. Um, but this was a perfectly suitable match. They seem to be finding their way with Madcap a little bit. We'll let them get there. Ricochet is always unbelievable in the ring. And Braun, though not my favorite, being used in this context is... I think a really good use for him. Like him and Ricochet do such different things in the ring. I think they're a decent enough combination and a trios match or adding Madcap Moss in there. I'm perfectly fine with that. Imperium's always super impressive. Flaming saying, did you see, um, I can't read that, that super chat. Please, if we can rein that in, but there was basically a rating on WWE 2K23 He's yeah. now an 89. You could assume where that rest of that chat would go. Uh, I don't want to get too into the reasons why. I would also prefer his name be Walter. Open a history book, chat. friends. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Um, you can send in another chat if you want, Flame Inc. I, I just didn't yeah. want to get into that too deep. But this is a, a perfectly solid match. This is kind of how I felt about SmackDown. It was It was good. Nothing too offensive here, but what were your thoughts on this match? Guy yeah. who knows all the participants in it and has cleaner notes than I do. <laughs> it's okay. I I take notes and, you know, some people tout themselves as the last professional broadcasters, uh, Sam Roberts. Wow. But I believe that I truly am the very first then <laughs> professional broadcaster, not the last one. Uh, no, yeah, I, 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 thought it was, I thought it was fine. I'm not a big fan of Braun. We know this. Um... It, it, it did just the, the three people that are being put together here. Um, they all seem so gimmicky, unfortunately. And Imperium seems the complete opposite. Okay, they look but like we a, get that story a lot, though, right? Because it's yeah, all, they're do. like the mat is sacred and they know, should be up against some people that are kind of cartoonish. A little I bit. know, I'm sorry, I should not. I'm overthinking. I know Alex and I spoke about this that we cannot overthink these things here. Um, they're oh, well, Alex therefore. is going to overthink it. There's no, there's no. Right. I know. I know. So he, I thought it was, I, th <laughs> I thought it was just fine. I'm, I'm a big Imperium geek. Um, I think that they're, they're a, a complete team. Um, yes. So where, you know, I, I don't know. As long as I don't get to see like these vignettes with Moss and Emma about them loving each other. And I don't know if you knew this, but they were going out. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it, yeah. And Cody was injured. Oh, you're such a anyway uh yeah i think it was just that i didn't i wasn't expecting the smackdown to start like that but okay cool i'll take it yeah not bad not yeah, bad. no not it was i'm not putting the match down i thought it was really cool i, I even the banging and the rating at the end was okay the, i just so the, the teams that the you team bang sometimes you gotta raid you know? i believe it and <laughs> I do both sometimes, but you know, just watching these three uh, makeshift characters put together, I just thought it was just like a little weird for me. But yeah, welcome. Understandable, to understandable. It was kind of thrown together, but decent enough. And these, yes, very much so. Nice to see Gunther being treated as like 
somewhere in the realm of where his ceiling yeah. is, right? Like we're we're seeing that grow really nice. And the so- Viking Raiders, believe it or not, like when they first were doing all these vignettes and stuff, it it looked so like cartoonish that they finally kind of just put that aside and they're just coming in and beating people, which is what I was asking for. Like, I don't care that they're Vikings, but be a Viking. I want you to go in there and just destroy everyone, which is what they're doing now. Yeah, they are dude. they are raiding. Like they're the issue has never been with the physicality with them. Correct. It's always been with the creative, whether it's the Viking stuff or whether it was the goofy stuff they were doing, like playing always basketball. been creative issues yeah. with them. So yeah, playing basketball. <laughs> they had FDR shaving each other's backs. That's the big thing, right? Like, so you gotta lean into what people are great at. I hope they do that with the Viking Raiders because they're they're fantastic in the ring. But sure. Jake Salazar saying, why is SmackDown so trash? Vince is back at full effect. Not on FightfulSelect.com. Vince is not back in full effect, though. There is one wrestler who said that, and even though Sean said that it's unconfirmed, people just wanted to run with things to their liking. And why did um, he use that picture? Huh? <laughs> people were so mad that Sean used that people picture. Like, so what's up with the picture? Like, I think damn. SmackDown just kind of dragged tonight. There was nothing particularly trash or offensive about it. It just... It was just medium. It was just medium. But we'll move along. Um, <laughs> we have... What do we have next? We have a Jimmy Uso interview. I'll just kind of recap this whole thread up until the main event. Um, we get some good stuff with Jimmy Uso in this, essentially leading to the main event. Paul Heyman saying that he's got to go out there and he's got to get his brother back on track, which I think was really, really fun. Um and Jimmy is going to do that later in this episode, but the storyline is moving along. I wish Sammy had won, um, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more at the yeah. main event, but this was a nice, easy through line. Nice to see Heyman back out there. Nice to see some of the attention pivot to Jimmy. I thought the work he did in the go-home segment was really good because he talked about where Sammy has been kind of in the wrong in his purview, which I thought was great. But any thoughts on kind of the through line we saw tonight with Jimmy Uso? No, I, I think I, I I think it's a, a fun way to continue seeing where, where the story's going, which ultimately it, it could end up being the whole tag team stuff. But um, I, I like that they're giving these men range with their acting, with their, you know, putting them in situations, not just like the, you know, the old school wrestling promos like, I'm going to get you, brother, and then I'm going to beat you for that belt. Like, they're giving them so much range. And as for me, as someone who works in the entertainment industry, seeing that in the back end and seeing them develop these characters is really fun. You know, like the little nuances that you had with Paul, like coming up to him and tapping him or showing him the phone, you know, and the way that they delivered the lines. It felt like I was watching a, a you know, a B movie, you yeah. know? You're so kind of like was, spying on it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, Flaming, because he got a replacement chat from what we said before, said, uh, if you had to watch only one wrestling timeline and nothing else, would you rather Mid-South, ECW, WCW, or Thunderdome era? Well, it ain't the Thunderdome era for me. How dare you? How dare you that. poop on my Thunderdome era? Oh, God. Um, and it's not even their fault. It was just wrestling without fans is a real weird thing and the thunderdome initially was actually pretty all right um but it just it got run out it got played out for yeah. for a little bit there I, ecw or wcw is a tough choice i want to I mean, say wcw for the significance i know where you're gonna go with it but ecw is 
how do you not pick ECW either, right? Like, yeah. I, I would actually say ECW because um, I feel like that was so many people's introduction to Japanese wrestling too, that I feel like the crossover with Japanese wrestling is what would what would sell me on it. What would win me out there? I know you're going to say WCW though. Yeah, I'm going to say Thunderdome <laughs> era for sure. Um, it really introduced me to LED screens and Yo. how to really zoom into everything. Uh, no, um, like you, WCW. Now, let me tell you why. I'm a, I'm, I've been watching wrestling for a long time. I'm, in, I'm 40 years old. I'm an old man. I'm decaying. So ECW bled into both WWE and WCW. So this is why I, I wasn't going to go. Mid-South basically turned into WCW, right? So WCW had a little bit of everything. And WCW was the first time that I saw not only the uh, luchadors really come into to shine, but you also saw the introduction of New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers coming in also. So WCW, in hindsight, was a really, really like pivotal time in wrestling where they brought a lot of different styles and companies together. Very true. Very true. When I was on the Jericho cruise, I was, um, Dan Lambert did a, a podcast of talk as Jericho talk about his belts and the Shane Douglas belt was one of the belts he had. Yeah. And Eddie Kingston had like this overwhelming emotional reaction to it. And he was talking about how important that was. Cause he kind of, his fanhood was waning when you were seeing doing the clown. And then he saw him show up in ECW with this belt. Right. Um, but it was cool. He had such a like, uh, like visceral love for it. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. So, I think, uh, yeah, ECW and, is a, a fun choice there. But and this, this is, is a why, really good point. This is why people get mad at me all the time because I talk about the Monday Night Wars and how it's good that a four year old company is doing so great in twenty twenty three. And you know, and I always compare them. To, like I used to watch WCW more than I watched WWF at that time. I don't know why, but it, that was just, that's the way I feel now still uh, 20 odd years later. Sure. Everybody, there are people who have made decisions to not like certain promotions or styles of wrestling, yeah. which is. They tribalize is the the word I've been using. It's my word of the day. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah, tribalize. of course. Don't tribalize. Just have fun. It just fun. stinks because it, um you're cutting yourself off from some really great art. Like it would be so weird if I was like anything that's not a rom-com is a shitty movie. Like it's just a weird, yeah. it's a weird, weird thing. This I disagree with, but we'll talk about it. Revolution should be great, but this has easily been the worst build in AEW pay-per-view, just bad stuff. The trios match having near zero builds is crazy. Um, I don't think it's been that bad. I just don't like, um, even the stuff that I don't really like, I feel like has been pretty adequately built. I really like Danielson and MJF. If the build is Brian Danielson's going to put on amazing matches every week, um, and MJF is going to reveal layers of who he is as a character that's like, um, seems to be desperately searching for something that he yeah. can't <clears throat> find or allow himself to have. Uh, I, I will take that. That's how I interpreted it. Um, I I really liked it. I think an Iron Man match is going to be tricky with how long their pay-per-views are, especially since we're back on a Sunday. Uh, but I don't know. I, th I think this has been fine. I think the, the women's match stuff, people are being way too hard on for no reason. Um, I think that build's been super, super fun. Tag titles, you guys know how I feel about that, but the build has made sense. I can't argue with that. I just don't like the players that are plugged in. Um, 
TNT title match is something that's been bouncing around and I want to see that rematch. I, I don't really have a, a problem with it, but I understand other people are frustrated. I think the inevitable conclusion piece of it of like MJF's going to win has bothered people, but I don't know. I actually, I think it's fine. Yeah. Leave it up in the air. Yeah. We'll see. Enjoy we'll the see. ride friends. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. So Dominic Mysterio has invaded SmackDown. We got this interview with Rey Mysterio, and I really actually loved what we got with Santos Escobar because I pop huge for Santos Escobar. He's so great. He's so great. And I like that he's a heel, but there's some respect here. He respects Rey. He's sorry about his dumb kid. We all are. Um, And we get get Dom and Rhea in the mix here. I, I didn't really need dom in multiple segments on smackdown tonight but we got yeah that was weird i don't need to see dominic versus santos escobar either i would like to see Rhea versus santos escobar but we're not gonna get that but that would be awesome that would be a slifer of a match i would love to see santos versus ray in just a respect match that could be incredible i would see them in a mixed tag against if i have to dom but also with finn balor or something there could be some really fun work there um Want to see more of say Santos and Ray? Didn't need Dom, but the the visual of Rhea being there is pretty fun. Any thoughts on this? No, I just I'm trying to wonder why they're putting so much behind him. But um, I guess as you you got to if he's going to get any better. I think him being attached to Rhea, who's getting a title shot, is probably a big part of that. And they've got to they got to build this out between sure. his dad, right? Like, um. I just don't need it to take up so much breathing room on my screen, but other people like it. So that's awesome for them. I, I, I don't need it. Um, but I just don't, uh, it's not for me. And I don't feel like I've seen a ton of progress from him over the past. Some people say they've seen the growth. I haven't seen it. Like I have not seen over the past three years, anything that's like, he has improved remarkably in this way. Right. Like, his act, the creative has improved tremendously. Yeah. He's not delivering lines much better. He's not much better in the ring. He's still not delivering like a six one nine all that well. Um, just not like a, uh, a, a huge thing for me, but other people like it. So that's awesome for them. The segment didn't really do anything for me. I don't yeah, know. Same. I was whatever. <laughs> you know, it did do something for me. Or oh, if God. you asked, if you, if you asked like, Hey Kate, did you like the segment? I'd be like, yeah. Ah, L.A. Knight, baby, get him on my screen more. I was so excited to see him here. He comes out, gives a really fun promo about him wanting that WrestleMania moment. He calls the New Day the Nerd Day, Alex. Made him a lot of money. It did. It did. Uh, Kofi said, he's been here like two and a half months on the main roster. Do you want a WrestleMania moment? LA Knight makes some comments about Kofi Mania and asks how that worked out for him, which made me sad because they had him lose to Brock Lesnar in a squash on a random SmackDown in two minutes. Uh, no, ju- not just any random SmackDown. The first SmackDown of the Fox era. The first SmackDown of the Fox era to have him turn around and defend it against someone who did not stick around at all. But Kofi says... It was pretty good for him. He won at WrestleMania, baby. <laughs> I love Kofi. And I I liked this match. There were a couple of 
it seemed like just some weird timing issues, but it was fun. Ultimately, Kofi wins with the trouble in paradise. Xavier's out there at ringside, which is fun, but Kofi walking away with the pin here. I don't think this is building to anything, which makes me a little concerned because LA yeah. Knight should be building to something at WrestleMania. Y'all know I want it to be Stone Cold. I've been saying that for a while. I think, yeah, versus what is a great match. Um, and you kind of have this guy with a, a rock-esque charisma going against Stone Cold, I think would be really, really fun. But your thoughts on this segment and the match? Uh, just like you said, I, I don't know where it's going. Um, I don't know whether <clears throat> maybe maybe this is it. Maybe he's just a loudmouth who calls people out and gets into um, you know uh, promo battles with them and and they get into a match. Perhaps maybe it does lead to a a segment with with uh, Stone Cold at WrestleMania, which just like last year turns into a match, right? Because that's what happened last year. There was so many segments that turned into matches. Yeah, we'll see. I I don't know uh, what happens with New Day from the perspective of. Uh, They're not involved in anything. Yeah, are they a tag team? Are they going to be? Per- We've seen them pursue singles things. Is Big E ready to come back? If he's coming back, all things like that. So, and LA Knight just doesn't have a stable anymore. He got rid of Maximum Male Models, and he's been on his own. And I think he should stay that way. But this was perfectly fine for SmackDown. It just kind of feels directionless. So. That was that. So we'll move along. We'll move along. But we did. I'm sorry. We got a chat from Flame Inc., a generous one. So we appreciate it. But Flame Inc. saying, I need to say two things. The New Day have go away heat with me. I'm tired of seeing them every week. That I can't get behind. Respectful disagreement. But I do feel like they haven't had anything to sink their teeth into, which can turn into go away heat real fast. Like, if you don't have anything compelling to do and you have kind of a a more lighthearted gimmick or something. I don't want to say silly because they're not silly to me. They're fun. I guess they are silly, but they're not only silly. I'll put it that way. Like yeah. they, they are multidimensional. They're out there, you know, playing instruments during matches and they have their super fun gear and they've got bootios and all these things, but there's also a very sincere and ass kicking side to all of them. So silly. Yes, but not limited to silliness. If you have that being the leading factor and you're not really building out full stories, that can turn into go away heat. That's just that's just my opinion. You're allowed to like whoever you want, except for Jeff. No, James. you're not. Number you're two, not. as much as I like Triple H has done, I feel outside of two or three feuds, this mania will have a lot of filler matches. I feel like a two-night mania always will. Triple H needs to freshen up the product, make stars we care about, and or break up stars from NXT, who are ready that I agree with very much. To give us new faces that we can cheer for and boo your thoughts. Uh, there are people in NXT who, holy crap, should have been up months ago. Toxic Attraction yeah. should have been up as a women's tag team, not split months ago. Alba Fire should not be doing a spooky tag team gimmick in NXT. She's the longest reigning NXT uh, UK women's champion, maybe the longest reigning champion over there ever. And now she's speaking through us. Or her her tag team partners speaking through a speaker on SmackDown. There's like a perfectly obvious angle for Becky Lynch. She could come up and be with her or Piper Niven or just on her own. Um, Braun's ready to come up. Carmella's ready to come up. Cameron Grimes, I think, lost tonight in a dark match. He's ready to be around. There's a lot of people that, that would freshen up the roster to give depth to it. Uh, I think we'll probably see a Braun Breaker and maybe a Carmelo Hayes call up mm. shortly after Mania. Um, 
Alex Pulaski has said that he thinks John Cena should beat Austin Theory at uh, WrestleMania, issue an open challenge like John Cena had done before for the U.S. title. Braun Breaker should come in and win it. Um, that is, I think, something that would be a very, 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 very fun way to introduce him. Braun Breaker is really strong in the ring. He has one of the best spears of the game. Extremely athletic. There's no more juice really left in his title reign, in my opinion. He should get that belt off of him. Promo-wise, he kind of leans into one type of promo, and he's pretty good at it. I like it. Um, maybe not as diverse as you might want him to be in that way, but you don't always necessarily have to be, especially in the beginning of your main roster run. Definitely in favor of some NXT call-ups to freshen up the product and increase that depth. Any thoughts from you on that? Uh, no, no, I'm agreeing with you with, with all of that. I, I just got to see with two nights. I, I mean, we haven't really seen much. This is just like last year. There was really no buildup. Like matches see, I, being, I being. disagree again. Like we've got a pretty clear tag team picture. I think we know where that's going. Not, not buildup. I'm sorry. I meant like we didn't get a lot of them. Like people were complaining last year. I remember that a lot of matches weren't put into the card till later. Uh, closer to mania like we see what's yes. happening right we see the road who's going to be doing what but match wise it's just um also we're what 36 39 days out or something like that so um it's crazy i, I would have thought that at least night one was completely filled with matches yeah i mean we know who your tag picture is going to be we know both women's matches we see where the women's tag matches are going um, you know, there's going to be something brewing with the IC title. Um, U.S. title is probably going to be John Cena. I think there's actually a lot that is kind of said. I just think two nights is a lot to fill. Yeah. Like, I think you are going to get filler there um, just by the nature of a two-night WrestleMania, yeah. which yeah. which is not my favorite, but that's all right. They're making money. They'll continue to do it as long as that money continues to come in. That is... 100% true. <laughs> so we get a Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley kind of face-to-face -face promo here. Kim Gray saying, hi, my people. Look hi. at Buddy Matthews tweet after Dom Charlotte segment. Mommy has a real poppy also. That's so funny. I will That's check funny. that out. I love Bud Matt. Uh, but I love Rhea. But I did not really love this segment very much. No, it was it was very long and um, I, I, it didn't really, it, to me, it didn't drive anything. It didn't push anything. Like, I would have preferred just to have Rhea and hers, like, do something um, outside of having Dom come in and be, like, this shouting little puppy that's about to get kicked. And, you know, its mommy comes to help him so he doesn't get put in a cage or something. But I didn't. This is kind of what I feared would be happening with this title picture because Charlotte is the face here. I feel like she's naturally inclined to be a heel. I don't hate <laughs> the face run as much as everybody, but the problem is I think Rhea is a face. Yeah. I think Rhea is naturally a face as a wrestler, and I think she's a face in this context, even though the rest of Judgment Day is healed, because everybody cheers for her. She's the thing that's over in this act. She's the thing people want to see. Charlotte's going to get turned on anyway. This did not work for me. Basically, Charlotte is kind of taunting Rhea, saying to come out here. Dom said he won't allow Mommy to be disrespected like that. 
Charlotte says that he's taking orders like a good little boy. There's shots about Ric Flair. Charlotte references Andrade being a real Hispanic man with a thicker accent. Like, I just, um, this should be about Rhea and Charlotte. They have too much of a history to the point where I was like, I don't know if I need to see this again, but their matches are always fantastic. And there's a natural story. So you want to tap on it. That works. I don't need... I was hoping this was going to be like Rhea and Charlotte breaking away from this crap, not this getting dragged into Beating it. into it, yeah. Yeah, and it's just a disappointing first segment to me. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. And it he, felt and very felt, long. It just felt it long. Really long. It was really long. Show and, drag tonight. It was and not well full made. of, like, that was a complete filler. Like, you could have cut that down by more than half, and it would have still been more impactful. Yeah, you know? Liv, Liv Morgan got cut from the show tonight, and it's yeah. like, you had time to play with. Like, I don't know why Liv got cut. I'm hoping everything's okay. Um, but you cut Liv Morgan out for an extra few minutes of this. Like, that was not necessary. Yeah, that was and, not necessary. And we'll even, uh, yeah, there's just there was a lot of stuff that it just felt weird. And we'll get into it right as we're getting <clears throat> towards the end here as I'm looking at the rundown. So, yeah. We do have Natalia and Shayna Baszler next. Uh, we, Former as, friends turn bitter enemies. Well, we get we, everybody in this division is because everybody just randomly tags with each other at some point. But this <laughs> ends with a baseball slide from Natalia. She starts talking with Ronda, who's of course there, which leads to Shayna Baszler landing a knee strike at a short arm scissor to get the tap, which always looks incredible. Very short. Fine. Um, I like the idea of a Ronda and Shayna tag team. I don't like Shayna Baszler just coming out to Ronda Rousey's music when she's having a singles match. Yeah, that was weird. Just because Ronda's in the building. No to all of that. You gotta do either some sort of remix if they're gonna be a tag team or whatever. But I, Shayna Baszler is her own competitor. And this was a singles match, not a tag match. So that kind of stuff bugs me. Um, Shayna Baszler is her own badass and she deserves to be treated like one. She gave Liv, I think, her best match in her title reign. Super, super bummed to see this match be this short and super bummed that she came out to Ronda's music just because she was there. But a benign enough match didn't really do a ton. Any thoughts on this? Yeah, no, nothing. Uh, even even the 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 scuffle at, at the end just seemed a little bit off to me. Um, uh, what's her face? Uh, Ronda screaming out, I'm going to get you Skittles or something she she called tegan a, a skittles or something with skittles i'm gonna make you see skittles next week or something like that i'm like what what are you saying woman it was weird it they was gotta very, keep very her weird. off the mic man i'm telling you she would have been she would be she would have been a beast i think her time's done um if she would have had someone on the stick for her and all she does is come in and break people's arms you know the face Ron really ruined it. Like, I think she's just better as a heel because of the way WWE writes baby faces. Um, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's what she said. He Skittles, you will taste a rainbow. Yeah, I'm guessing a comment on Tegan Knox's aesthetic ah, here. Oh, um, but it's it's corny. Like, when she was talking trash at UFC, <clears throat> she was so much cooler than anything. I know. She's, she's felt so much run. cooler. When when uh, Dana White was booking her, she was like, that script that he was writing for her at UFC was perfect. This one is not so much. I don't know what yeah, they're with her here. Since she be, came back. Because they tend to write faces in one way. So, and that's not the way that Ronda Rousey would be over. Um, so, 
not great. Not great. I do like the idea of them as a tag team. I think with Ronda, they should have just had Heyman being her manager. And yeah. she, her legacy would look very, very different. Jake Salazar is saying WWE thinks they can get anybody and then they go and have an S show like this. FDR ain't coming back to the WWE tag division. It's dog S. Uh, I don't know. I see Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal and the guns are champions on my AEW television. So I, I don't know um, if there's necessarily like a, as big of a gap as there used to be. I think the depth and the matches are a little stronger in AEW right now. Um, I think FTR might explore not being on a TV promotion before they would go back to WWE as it currently stands, but you never know someone's motivations as a tag team. So I do think FTR is likely coming back, God willing, and taking the title from the guns. But this wasn't even like that bad of a show. It was just very medium. Yeah, very, no, the show, medium. I, I, you know, I, even with Dom's work in the ring, like I can see him getting a little better with his mannerisms and his facials and the way he's been delivering the lines. I really, really enjoy seeing him kind of like changing, changing up his style. Right. Um, little, the problem is that sometimes when he's talking, he's, he, he's, uh, he's Mexican and somebody when sometimes when he's talking, he's from uh, Southeast LA. Like he doesn't pick which, <laughs> which one he wants to be. Other than that, I mean, listen, they're working. I, I'm, I, I'm rooting for them to get better. Yeah, I don't feel like I've seen what you've seen in that regard personally. Like, I just, you can't go into a feud with Rey Mysterio as Dominic Mysterio and not be able to execute your dad's moves I know, or I know. your other yeah. dad's moves. That's well, that's me. that's another thing. Yeah, I so. listen. But no, Liv Morgan, uh, Jake Salazar asking the real questions. Where was Alexis's queen, Lacey Evans? I know he must have missed seeing her tonight. Wow. There's some t- some chats that you can refund, right? Uh, no, we got we to gotta keep their money. But oh, okay, got it. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're right. I did miss Lacey Evans. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> she and Jeff Jarrett can go to Power Slam together. Wow. That'll be a match. <laughs> Hey, we got a Firefly Funhouse segment tonight, Alex. Yeah, so about that, um, I don't did. I guess I'm not hip with the kids because I don't understand what was happening. I understand they were doing some type of like, like you know, Luis was some type of uh, TV surfing. Uh, him laughing at himself, and you know, as as he's trying to you know watching himself back on television. I just. A little fun fact, if you see the when they did the television rundown, it was 666. If you notice on the site, it was all 6 p.m., you know, 666. Yes. I see what they did there. They did a lot of like uh, little things that they do right. WWE does right. But I just I didn't understand that. Am I dumb? Like what what was going on there? Um, I, I like the channel surfing idea. It did get a little all over the place for me. Um, do you trust me? Is that what he was saying? Yeah, right. That's that's what he was saying. Do you trust me? So yeah, I'll I'll read kind of through some of the the notes that I have here about the segment. But we got the Funhouse News is kind of what we were going for, which is different, which is nice. This just seemed a little all over the place to me. It was refreshing to see something different. It was refreshing to see something new from this. But we get Funhouse News with the apocalypse is coming. Uncle Howdy is supposed to be doing the weather, but he just keeps saying, "I am all of us." Um, we yeah. get kind of like this game show parody 
asking if people are ready. Um, my understanding is this is like, and they kind of hinted like this is supposed to be building to either like Lashley at Mania or Brockett Mania. This was a little all over the place for me. I, I didn't really get it either. I think, um, I don't know. If 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 I told you a secret, would you keep it? No, I would read it on here. Okay. For, well, but, there goes there goes the text I was going to send you. Well, well, if it's a text, if it's a chat, we have to read it on here. Oh, okay, so. never mind. <laughs> There's my humper chat. <sighs> um, meet Norma says, "Giggity giggity goo." May Gabagool be with you and also with you. I'm waiting for a definitive proof Vince is completely gone or they split the belts before I can watch WWE. Wow. Just the opinion of one faithful speaker. I love it. It's, it's going to take off. Every Friday night here, you're either a spanker. Or a slut. Or a slut. And we all love quickies. And we all, well, the fellas do mostly. But Wow. Uh, that is discriminating. I, I think there's a... <laughs> true i i in my comment i think there's a medium here that people might not be clicked into of there's a difference between being vince being back in creative and vince conducting a sale which might influence creative for example this is not reported by sean this was not given to me by sean this is an insight from the back of my brain it has nothing to do with anybody else or anything written at fightful never peek behind that curtain Pay $5 to peek behind the Fightful Select curtain, but this is not where that's coming from. I just don't ever want anybody to think that I'm regurgitating something Sean said privately or publicly. Um, but there's there's a possible medium here of, hey, we're trying to sell the company. Um, we think Cody Rhodes is the star that Disney, Correct. Comcast, Saudi Arabia, whoever wants to roll with. So we should do that to position the company for a sale versus... From a pure creative standpoint, maybe it is Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn can carry a company. I don't know if surface level executives that you're trying to sell to are going to see that. Um, so I, I think there's things like that that might be Vince having an influence on creative that isn't like he's writing the show when tearing up scraps 14 minutes before they go to air. Um, and I, I have no idea if that's true. That's just a a thing that popped into my head of that there there might be a middle ground might be a middle ground with that i think it would be very reasonable when you're trying to position a company for a sale that that would be the case so. yeah yeah i 100 uh, this is this is corporate america friends this is not this company's not being put in front of us for us to have fun and and fantasy book every day and no no they're they're in the business of creating um they're a content farm for peacock and yeah and they're you like that huh i do you can steal it and they're also they're also now um putting their best foot forward to find a suitable um person or company to buy them and the way they're going to sell is by having someone like a cody rhodes up top or whatever that they can put out there like a like an old school hulk hogan where this is the face look at all the merch they're selling and red white and blue everywhere you know like agreed it is what it is. Okay, so we move along to uh, Karrion Cross and Rey Mysterio and a predictable match. 
Uh, this was kind of unfortunate that it was the short from the perspective of their first one didn't really click in. I think that's where Ray got injured. So um, we didn't really get to see what these two are capable of. But this, of course, has Dom breaking up the 619. Dom wants Ray to do something about it. Ray won't beat his son's ass, even though that's what everybody really wants. He runs into a cross hammer and a cross jacket from Karen Cross, and that will do it. I mean, this is the story that we're headed towards, right? When we talk about yeah. storylines at WrestleMania, obviously we're getting this father-son match. Right. Um, so this made sense. I just didn't feel like they got to stretch their legs about it at, uh, from an in-ring perspective. Any thoughts here? Um, I spoke earlier about uh, looking for the Jeff Jarrett in WWE, and Karrion Cross is my Jeff Jarrett of WWE. He's on TV all the time, just doing weird stuff um he wins for no apparent reason and he loses whenever he needs to in weird ways like i i don't know what they're doing with this character same thing with jeff jarrett right we don't know what the hell jeff jarrett's doing he's just slapping nuts everywhere he goes <laughs> so i i feel like carrying cross to me is the as soon as he came out i was like yo he might as well should just be coming out to uh jeff jarrett's song like i'm gonna just take the video and put jeff jarrett's song <laughs> as the intro because i don't understand what his character's doing i don't understand why he wins i don't understand why he loses one day he has tarot cards the next day he has credit cards i don't understand what's happening sorry i would love him coming out with credit cards <laughs> being like ray mysterio the capital one wwe card use it for all your purchases he's like i'm Gonna beat you when I'm gonna redeem yeah. these points for a free hotel oh, stay. <laughs> I'm flying to the next spot for free. <laughs> I will see you in a Capital One clash. Oh yeah, Capital One clash. It'll be, it'll be the the pitch black stuff. I love that. You're so smart. I'm really, ladies smart. and gentlemen. This is why I'm here. Just to, I'm really, I'm really smart. Just I'm pretty to learn and from I'm her. funny and I'm smart. You, yeah, pretty smart and and funny. And God. Cute. And adorable and great. I mean, uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, quickies. You're just here for the clap, though. You're just you're just a pretty face. <clears throat> all right. I try. The Amish electrician says, bring on money in the spank bank. Money in the, <laughs> the money in the bank plank. Money in the bank plank. What the hell am I saying? Money in the bank play. It's it's time to go home, which is convenient because we're at the main event of SmackDown. Yes, Thank yes. goodness. I'm giving her the go home cube, boys and girls. That's it. We're we're wrapping up over here. But this was the strongest point of the show, I think, which makes sense. It's the main event, kind of should be. But we have Jimmy and Sami Zayn. Jay Uso is in the crowd, still not making his decisions. Um, this was a really fun back and forth on the mic. We had yes. Jimmy kind of getting to flex. I feel like a lot of the story has been about Jay more than Jimmy, but we get Jimmy saying that like, Hey, Sammy, you're the one that, that betrayed the bloodline. You're the one who wasn't willing to lay the shots in on Kevin Owens. Like this is on you. This is not on Roman. This is not on me. You're taking my brother away from me now. Like this was a really, really strong segment from Jimmy. I thought what led up to this with Paul Heyman was really great. And Sammy Zane. And, and I loved Jimmy saying, that's not what family does. That's why you're not a real Bloodline member. That's why you're not a real Uso. And Sami Zayn just turning that around into, you know what else family doesn't do? Make them constantly prove their worth. Yeah. Bully them. Make them win matches just to stick around. Make them 
do all these ridiculous errands just to stick around. I thought this was so good from Sammy and Sammy making the same emotional appeal that he did to Jay saying, you don't have to be stuck like this and saying to Jimmy, what we've loved all along was you were the one who was originally in my corner because Jay was the one he had learned the trust of. Jimmy was originally fine with Sammy while Jay was the one who was a, a grumpy Gus about him being around. So calling all that out was really, really great work. I feel like, um, this is still not the story that I would have personally had unfold based on what you've built so far. That doesn't mean it's a bad one. Um, but I so much would have rather them split the titles, yeah. but this is, this is a good build. Um, if, if they're going to go the direction that it seems like they're going in the dissension between Jimmy and Jay is great because there should be dissension within the bloodline about it. Right. So this was a really well done segment. I still have my hesitations about where the story is going, but as far as the segment that was executed tonight, I thought it was pretty good, Alex. Yeah, I um, I like the way that you know you end the show like this. You know, um, Sammy's super hot right now, so I think that's just they're riding that wave. That Sammy um, Zayn is so hot right now. Yeah, he is. God damn. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't I don't know. Like I and and this is a good I don't know by the way where Jay is going. Oh, what's happening? Um, obviously, I speculate that. Oh, you know, because I'm playing. I'm playing. What is it? Uh, armchair um, wrestler Booker? here. I like it. Yeah, armchair Booker Hooker, something like that. You said, <laughs> but yeah. So I think I think that perhaps what's going to happen here is you're going to see. Um, you you might see Jay just come out and and say, "Hey, this is my bloodline. This is who I'm going to stick with." Right, and Kale has to like, oh God, I got to save him. Or the opposite. I don't know. And this is what's so good about it. And I'm enjoying it because I continue to say this. I don't know where they're going to be at post SummerSlam with this storyline. Is it going to still be hot? Is, is, is it over? What are they going to do? Is it now just going to be Cody all the time? So I'm enjoying it while it's while it's here because um, one thing I remember, Kate, was when I was a kid and was watching the Attitude Era, I was so in love with the storytelling of what was happening with all the different characters all the time with each other. That now as an adult, I go back and rewatch things and I was like, God, I can't believe I missed so much. Right. And and I wasn't understanding because I wasn't creatively thinking that way. I was just enjoying everyone beating each other up. Sure. Now, as an adult, I'm enjoying the storyline and where it's going, even with the beatdowns and everything. And I want to take it all in because once it's done, it's done. Yeah, I think um, my guess is that Sami Zayn and KO walk out of mania tag champs that could be a really fun run i think they're slow burning it i think you're gonna have to see some more dissension within yeah. the bloodline before kevin owens does finally come in to kind of yeah. fully give in to sammy here but um we've got a chat from elite biscuits who raises a fun possibility i want jimmy and solo versus sammy and jay split the titles and battle to decide the rightful champs could be messy but it'd be such an interesting story Yes, yeah, sure. Jimmy and Solo versus Sammy and Jay is a fun possibility a lot of people aren't talking about. I think if you split up the Usos, there needs to be a little bit more one-on-one -on -one Venom. Like before WrestleMania, you would need like another few months, I think, to build that out. Like sure. I feel like the Usos splitting up being the most successful tag team in history from a title reign day's perspective, um, you need to have that be extremely personal. And I don't know if you could do that in this time frame and, and pivot that way. Um, but there's a lot of directions they could go. 
this isn't my favorite one, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Certainly. Um, I, I think this was a fun go home tonight. Yeah, it, it was, um, you know, and, and I'll say this just to kind of like, like, and things like, I, I hope that as wrestling fans, we enjoy the journey that both companies are going. Um, and we enjoy what's going on right now with all these amazing storylines and all, you know, the, the fact that all these, um, workers have work and they're putting out the best shows that they can for us. You know, whether we, we complain about Dom and how bad he is, we complain about double J being on television. Yeah, that's, it's all fun to do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, man, we're getting, we're, we're sitting here doing this because there's a lot of great pro wrestling on right now. Um, and I wasn't able to say that for the last 20 years or 18 years up until, you know, a second company came around to kind of like nudge things. And I, and the reason why you're seeing someone said this on Twitter, so I can't remember their name and I apologize, but the reason why you're seeing WWE so incredibly, uh, uh, hot right now in their storytelling is because they've gotten someone else from underneath them to kind of push that bar. I think uh, we saw uh, that swing the other way too a little bit. I think yes. part of what got the women's division in gear was influx of talent and the talent that was there growing certainly, but competition swinging back the other way when Bailey yeah. and EO and Dakota showed up, right? Yeah. So um, I I thought it was great. Um, I, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, truly. Um, like 100%. you said, just SmackDown dragged a little tonight, but overall, WrestleMania is coming right, up. Yes, revolutions we'll, coming up. Yes. This is a really a really fun season to be in. And what else is fun is following Alex on social media and checking out the shows that he's a part of. Alex, tell the good people where they can find you. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram Alexis Cardoza, and you can follow me on Twitter underscore Alexis Cardoza on TikTok. I think it's underscore Alexis Cardoza as well. I'm not sure. I'm going to start putting uh, more stuff out there. I, I would like to put it out there real quick for y'all that, um, you know, I do work on another podcast, uh, Wrestling with Freddie, and he kind of let the cat out of the bag this past week where he did sign a multi-year deal now with uh, iHeart. So we're going to be bringing to you even more uh, Wrestling with Freddie. He's doing really well, so. Um, don't you guys, support that show. It's not on Fightful. We no, only, it's not, but I can try to bring it, it on board. I'm trying really hard right now. Okay. And I think well, the answer is no, but. Until yeah. it's then, don't don't listen. Only listen to Fightful Podcasts. <laughs> yes, we don't only you listen to, to Fightful Podcasts. Yeah, and, we don't encourage you to check out where uh, <laughs> our other contributors are uh, contributing their work. Unless it's me at the Mark Order Podcast on Wednesday nights, which you can hear me talking all things wow. all week. Tuesdays here at Fightful doing the post show for NXT. Uh, here, obviously, every Friday doing AEW Rampage and SmackDown. And Mondays, Alex Pulaski on Fightful Select doing Sour Grabs. But more importantly, not more importantly, but also of note, Excite Wrestling Commentary. I'm calling a match that features Look at you. LSG and Bobby Fish. Young I'm- up-and-comer Bobby Fish. I've heard of him twice. He's 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 gonna be something someday. I hit the wrong button. I apologize for that, Bobby Fish. No, that was that was perfect. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Pescado. Um, <laughs> by the way, we will be. I will be working on these Fightful Slut shirts, uh, Quickie shirts, and hopefully a Dick in the Dirt shirt. We'll see how far that goes, but um, I'm pretty good at the uh, oh at getting these things done. So if it does happen. And I get the okay from uh, obviously the Fightful Brass. I would love to kind of put this stuff out there for us here for our Friday night show. Oh, baby. You already know that's what I use. Joel. 
I um, have the setup of all setups here. I'm going to invite Joel to my house. Have they talked about impact? Are they real fans like Cresta and I? Definitely check wow. out the No Surrender Impact post show. As we said before, Cresta is great. Uh, Cresta is wonderful. They have a show over there, and Cresta is, is just fantastic. Joel's also there. So if you want to hear <laughs> Cresta talk about impact and No Surrender, please check out the post show that was going on the same time as this one. They do great work over there. I, I love to bust Joel's chat. Joel's amazing. But... I, don't, <laughs> I got back I got back into impact because of Joel. So oh don't tell him that. Come I'm on. sorry. We did not get back into hey, impact. Hey, bro. I always say that um he's our oh my god, what's the I'm Scott Malkinson from South Park. He's our Scott Malkinson, like the guy everybody just craps on for no reason. He cracks me up. But sincerely, check out that show. If you watch Impact or if you just want to stay in the loop on Impact or if you want to see Cresta talk and Joel <laughs> be there, a really, really great time over there. Go check out that show. But thank you so much for walking. Walk, for walking? Thank you so walking. much for walking. She's had thank a rough day, guys. Thank you so much guys. for Milwaukee. Too much rating, banging, and quakies. I got my notes all mixed up. I'm thinking Drew McIntyre was wrestling. I had to I basically got... carry this show today, so... You're oh. welcome, everyone. All right. Go hang out with Freddie Prince Jr. for five more years. No, I'm just <laughs> How'd you know you about that contract? So much. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. We'll catch you soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.